Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. important observation that it's easy to overlook. Whose faith was Jesus talking about? He says their faith, right? Their faith. When Jesus saw their faith, whose faith? The faith of these guys who brought this man. See, they had faith that if they could just get this man into the presence of the Lord Jesus, his life would be changed. You have that kind of faith for the people in your world who don't know the Lord? In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that all Christians are called to evangelize. Evangelize is just a fancy word that means to tell people about Jesus. So take that leap in your relationships. Ask them to come with you to Sunday morning service or a Bible study. It may just change their lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Once everything is completed, and he does that with that recreation and that fulfillment, the full redemption of the creation, this is going to be amazing. Forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. And we're, and we're going to be involved in that somehow. We have a lot to look forward to. That's where the focus should be. Luke chapter 12, verse 4, Jesus taught, I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that have no more they can do. I'll show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he's killed, has the power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you're of more value than many sparrows. Almost looks like a contradiction, right? Fear God, but don't be afraid. No, what he's telling us is fear God and nothing else. What are you, what are you fearful? Are you afraid of death? Why? That's the beginning of everything for you as a Christian, as a, as a child of God. Fear God and fear Nothing else. No one else. Jesus continually pointed us beyond this life. One of my favorite examples is John 14 in verse 1. Again, Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He would have told us if this was not true. If, if, if our priority should not be the next life, he would have told us that. If there's nothing there, he would have told us that. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. 
Listen, he has a place prepared for you. He's got a place ready and waiting on the other side of the curtain. You don't have to stress out about it. You don't have to be worried about it. And that brings me to point number three. Following Jesus means bringing other people with us. Now, I've already established, see, you can't change anybody. You can't make anybody do anything, right? You can't change anybody's heart, change anybody's life. What they do, how they react, it's outside your control. But two things you can do. You can pray for them and you can invite them. You can bring them. These guys were absolutely determined. Listen to what Mark says about it. Again, Mark chapter 2, verse 1. Again, he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Word got out. Jesus is in the house. Immediately, many gathered together so that there was no room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was, So when they'd broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. Now, one really quick but important observation that it's easy to overlook. Whose faith was Jesus talking about? He says their faith, right? Their faith. When Jesus saw their faith, whose faith? The faith of these guys who brought this man See, they had faith that if they could just get this man into the presence of the Lord Jesus, his life would be changed. You have that kind of faith for the people in your world who don't know the Lord? You know, many years ago, God healed a young woman here during the Oasis, the the women's Bible study on Tuesday night. You've heard the story before, you've met her, Dr. Christina Nierman. Christina uh, and her husband Shane are the international directors of Models for Christ. Back in those days, more than 20 years ago now, she and Shane were models. They were working down in South Beach, both of them young. They were not married yet. Christina was very sick. She had a real severe case of Crohn's disease, and her roommate back then pestered her Please come with me. Come on to the Bible study so the ladies can pray for you. And she says she, she finally gave in just to shut her up, basically. And God healed her. Now, she didn't even know it. It wasn't like there was this big, you know, a lot of times we think that when somebody gets healed, trumpets go off, you know, the angels, dun da da You know, it's that kind of, and it wasn't. She said, you know, it was just, they, it was, she said, it was really weird. I didn't know what they were doing. I thought, why are they touching me? Why are these people I don't know are putting their hands on me? But over the course of the next few days and weeks, she realized the symptoms were gone. Gone. They never came back. She and Shane, like the day after that, prayer meeting or within that week, I don't remember those details, but they were going from here, kind of following the modeling season circuit, if you will, going from here to Paris. And they got to Paris and and realized they wanted to find a church to get involved. They found an American church, English-speaking church. The pastor kind of took them under his wing, led them to Christ. 
began to disciple them, spend time with them. I didn't even hear about any of this until 10 years later. But here's my point. A roommate who cared about her friend said, you got to come with me to church. You got to come with me to Bible study. You got to come with me so we can pray for you. She didn't even believe. She didn't come filled with faith. Do you understand? Nothing spectacular visibly took place that night. We didn't even know about it until much later. But God showed up and changed both Shane and Christina's eternity. Not Not just her physical life, but everything. So, Two questions to bring us to a conclusion. Who do you need to bring to Jesus? I promise you there's somebody. There's somebody that you need to be praying for and bringing to Jesus. Number two, maybe it's you. I have to be honest with you. As I look out across the room, I see a whole bunch of people who need Jesus. I I see some of you who know about him but I'm not confident that you actually know him. Now, the reaction I get, you know, sometimes when I say that is, you know, how can you be so judgmental and self-righteous? No, 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 you don't understand. I want it to be real for you because I know what happened in my life when it went from being something that wasn't really real, it was just, you know, I thought it was real. It was all I knew. But then... I had an encounter and he changed everything. I want that for you. I want that for you. If he hasn't changed everything in your life, I'm not confident you've met him. If you're like one of those people that I talked about in the beginning, you had this encounter and then you just, you know, got up the next day and went about your business and it's like, you know, yeah, it's... It's cool. Didn't really change anything. I'm just not sure you know him. A lot of people have met Jesus without getting to know Jesus. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.